Hello as friends you are hearing to the as friend voice in this episode we are going to discuss about the national education policy 2020 the national education policy 2020 is made and approved with an aim to introduce several changes in the indian education system from the school level to the college level the national education policy 2020 aims at making india a global knowledge superpower the cabinet has also approved the renaming of the ministry of human resource development to the ministry of education the new education policy also a national education policy cleared by the cabinet is only the third major revamp from the framework for the framework of education in india since independence the earlier education policies were brought in 1986 and 1986 1968 and 1986 respectively before we study the national education policy let's understand the education in india the constitution provisions were given for the education in part 4 of indian constitution article number 45 and article number 39 of clause f of directive principles of state policy has a provision for state funded as well as equitable and accessible education for all the 42nd amendment to the constitution in 1976 more education from the state to the concurrent list the education policies by the central government provides a broad direction and state governments are expected to follow it but it is not mandatory for instance tamil nadu does not follow the three language formula prescribed by the first education policy in 1968 the 86th amendment in 2002 made education an enforceable right under article number 21a that is right to liberty the right to education act 2009 aims to provide primary education to all children aged from 6 to 14 years and enforces education as a fundamental right it also mandates 25% reservation for the disadvantaged sections of the society where disadvantaged groups and other government initiatives like sarva shiksha abhiyan mid day meal scheme navodaya vidyalayas kendra vidyalayas and use of it in education are a result of the national education policy of 1986 now after 34 years the national education policy again made some major changes and also i mean this is not a major changes it is you can say it is like landslide change so let's discuss more about it in school education the universal universalization of education from preschool to second level with 100% gross enrollment ratio in school education by 2030 is the target and also it will address the sustainable development goal number 4 which is the agenda for 2030 it is uh, quality education to bring 2 crore out of school children back into the mainstream through an open schooling system is going to be introduced and after this changes the the current structure is 10 plus 2 system is it is to be replaced by a 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 system curricular structure corresponding to ages 3 to 8 8 to 11 11 to 14 and 14 to 18 years respectively so let's understand what is the existing structure that is 10 plus 2 and what is the new academic structure that is 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 the previous structure that is existing structure is 10 plus 2 where a student is a student will study the school age right from first standard to 10th standard and the structure is not more different and also 
it is primarily focused on schooling education only and plus 2 it like pre college and plus 1 and plus 2 like pre college but after the structure change in the new academic structure the first 5 years like i said you 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 right so the first 5 years were subdivided into 3 plus 2 in that it is called the foundational level and 3 years is like anganwadi preschool and all about balavikas kendras it's about students who i mean people the kids children for 3 years will go to school for playing and uh, taking different different uh, knowledges like uh, activities and activity based learnings and ensure healthy life and also culturally close to the real i mean culturally close to the region etc and so on so after that for the uh, two years will be of class 1 and 2 where they will get the basic uh, studies all about like say alphabets numbering and basic uh, calculation methods and basic understandings after the first five is completed the second level will be the preparatory stage the preparatory stage is a play discovery and activity based in interactive classroom learning listen in the previous structure the all the 10 years is just a school education like classroom education the kid used to go to the school and will learn at the classes and he will come to the home will do homework and the thing is repeated again so the previous education policy 1986 is ensure that the students should have sufficient physical activity but it is not addressed much in the current times recent times so to making check to that the preparatory stage is for play discovery and activity based and interactive classroom learning learning and from here their examinations will be started that means previously in the foundational stage there will be no exam in the preparatory stage the examination process is started so the first in out of 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 the first 5 is completed which is the foundation stage the second stage is 3 i mean 3 year stage which is preparatory stage the next 3 years is in middle stage that is experiential learning in the sciences mathematics arts social science and humanities later the last stage the four years that is from class 9 to 12 will come and in this it will be a multidisciplinary study approach there will be a great uh, critical thinking and uh, flexibility and students have the choice of subjects like say suppose a student who has a student is taught he has having a well matured knowledge do you remember in our school age in, in our school times all of us used to say either an engineer doctor collector so on so we know only very few professions and also though we are interested in some other profession but we don't know the approach because we didn't have the chance all that th- all the things is after completing the 12th class you have a chance to go for any other subject other subject which is new to the people or else we say most unpopular like see in my area uh, ba in sociology or ba in uh, polity ba in uh, economy these courses are not existed in my area in my district only we have access to master ma but there is no bachelor's course on many of the art subjects in visakhapatnam this is clear 
that the students have no access because i mean these courses have no presence here because students have no access since last 20 years many of the people were choosing only some distinct uh, careers career paths and many of the subjects were gone unaddressed but there is plenty of opportunity in whatever the graduation people do so further and also like personally i am very much interested in economy while i am in 10th class because i used to watch some business news channels where they say the rupee is got getting depreciated and uh, it's a huge risk to the economy and also there is a huge black money due to which the economic development will be at stalemate so on so i used to like these concepts in my 10th class but after my 10th class when i am in 11th class i didn't have a choice to know and to take up the career path because many of the people have that issue like uh, say economy is considered as one of the toughest subject yes economy is one of the toughest subject so you should have some basics now and basic knowledge and also you should have some good foundation that foundation is mostly missing in the school level further the last stage the four year stage from class 9 to 12 the government has given a beautiful opportunity for the students to choose the subject of their own choice and they can learn flexibly in that way they will develop so and also in this new education policy examinations are to be made easier they are to test only the core competencies rather than the memorized facts with all students allowed to take the exam twice if you remember one more thing is that in my schooling i don't know about many of the examples so i am not giving a universal example but in my area in my location and in my school we have only study hours till 6 to 7 pm a night and you have to go to school at the early early time at 8 am and also the schools for team i mean school faculties or you say there used to be a school junior lectures team who used to call it 4 o'clock for us for the students to prepare in the 10th standard it is like they are calling at 4 o'clock to get up and memorize whatever you, the thing what are the homework we do we give and study it come to the college and once you go come to the college you have to write an exam on it the exam is used to be in this way that uh, you can't change even a word from the material that is provided by the school for example let me tell you one of my own experiences in my 10th class i have a biology exam that is uh, what we say pre final exam in which i have used the term of restoration in place of regeneration but actually the regeneration is a process of renewal restoration and tissue growth that makes genomes cells organisms and ecosystems i used restoration of the genomes cells organisms and ecosystems resulting to natural fluctuations or events that cause disturbance or damage as i missed the term regeneration in my answer the whole point was striked off as wrong but actually it is a subject right in many cases the terminology might be different but the subject is very important because that's how you do and the regeneration renewal restoration or else tissue growing back all of them is similarly same like you say synonyms 
so but pre- in previous education policy there is an issue that the school always went behind the marks and not behind the excellence and it's only for the memorized facts so this is addressed in the new education policy examinations are made easier i mean are to be made easier to test core competencies rather than the memorized facts with all students allowed to take the exam twice and also we have to understand that school governance is set to change with a new accreditation framework and an independent authority to regulate both public and private schools and there is an uh, emphasis on uh, foundation literacy and numeracy no rigid separation between academic streams extracurricular voca- vocational streams in school i mean all of them together like say vocational vocational education to start from class 6 with internships that is though he is in part of i mean though the student at class 6 is taking vocational course i mean vocational education but still he have to do the internship so that his activities should be in line and can be competed with the people who are going to the school regularly that is say academic stream and also teaching up to at least grade 5 to be in mother tongue or regional language no language will be imposed on any student so in this way the regional culture i mean the language culture link is addressed and it is very important also if you know the majority of the south indian states and also most of the hindi states prefer their languages very much and they give the value to the languages but this one uh, like say in andhra pradesh it is uh, said that the total telugu medium is going to be abolished but only english medium will be a threat to the future language i mean i mean to say if not future language it is like to the linguistic culture because every literature is a very i mean you can say every lit- literature is a gift from our past generations so the, the presence of literature if you can't understand it it is of no use right it is our responsibility to promote the literature of our own language that's what the reason uh, it is made compulsory that teaching up to at least grade 5 is to be in the mother tongue or regional language no language should be imposed on the any student and also there are some assessment reforms with 360 degrees holistic progress code it is to track students progress for achieving learning outcomes so the learning outcomes i guess you may aware of it it is like uh, in a subject there are 10 chapters after every chapter they will give a learning outcome and the teachers will focus on the learning outcome very strong and they will give the mark on basing on that outcome as i given you the example the re- regeneration restoration so in the new education policy if i was in 10th class and i used the re- restoration in place of regeneration my teacher would have appreciated me but in my school level my teacher has uh, struck down the point and i got very low score in that exam okay so this is a live example of my life and also you be many of you people may aware of it that uh, the wordings should go exactly but the learning never ad- never addressed by the schooling system in current days but the new reform will help that the outcome is important 
though the terminology is different or the way of expression is different but the subject should be the same and the subject must be understood by the student that is the ultimate goal because this is how the innovation comes right because you are a person who studies well but if you can't innovate something you will be mere employee and of course not meant by mere employee i want to say that you have to work hard more in your life and you will also develop in your life but it will take time it is happened to many of the people and of course there are so many people who are excellent in their own careers and they are quick learners but to ensure every last student should be a innovator and quick learner and also should have all round development the new education policy has taken and it is framed in such a way that every last student will get a advantage and also competence in the society so in this way a new and comprehensive national curriculum framework for teacher education 2021 will be formulated by the national council for teachers education in consultation with national council of educational research and training that is ncert by 2030 the minimum degree qualification for teaching will be a four year integrated b.ed degree that is bachelor of education degrees and also the learning plan is uh, let's look at the key features other than the thing what we discussed that is the public sending uh, the public spending on education by state center to be raised to 6% of their own gdps and there should be a separate technology unit to develop digital education resources and uh, while i'm telling you one more thing that 360 degree holistic progress card in which a student will be tracked by the he by his peer student this is a beautiful way of assessing and also making the students accountable and disciplined how it how it is let me explain like see there are two students a and b and the a is a person with some arrogance and b is a person with good behavior now these two should score each other when a is scoring b as he is in with has he is with the good good i mean good behavior so a given low score to b on behavioral traits but still the whole class is giving good marks so this person b is getting good score in the final report whereas a is an arrogant person i mean arrogant student with very too much of indiscipline and foul language the b person if though the b student given good marks to the a but the whole class will give less marks due to his behavior and the person a though he is good at answering i mean writing the answers very well but still he will be very low in the score because the marks were allocated by the uh, the marks allocated are the average of all the students in the class so in this way if a person i mean if a student wants to be a, wants to clear i mean wants to get a high score and very good score he have to behave in such way like in a very good manner in this way this manner will be habituated by the student along the years because we do know uh, as a child if we learn something it will lasted for long remember 1 plus 1 equals to 2 yeah i'm just kidding so it is in that way now let's see the higher education as far as this concern i mean before higher education let's say as far as the school education concern 
I have explained something very inside about it and now let's see the higher education the target is to the gross enroll enrollment ratio in higher education to be raised to 50% by 2035 also 3.5 crore seats to be added in higher education the current gross enrollment ratio in higher education is just 26.3% holistic undergraduate education with a flexible curriculum can be 3 or 4 years with multiple exit options and appropriate certification within this period amphil courses will be discontinued and all the courses at undergraduate postgraduate and phd level will now be interdisciplinary academic bank of credits to be established to facilitate transfer of credits multidisciplinary education in research universities at par with iits iims to be set up as models of best multidisciplinary education of global standards in the country the national research foundation will be created as an apex body for fostering a strong research culture and building research capacity across higher education higher education commission of india will be set up as a single umbrella body for the entire higher education excluding medical and legal education so let's say arts and science and in the science it is without medical and in the arts it's without legal okay in that way the entire education higher education will be set up as single umbrella body under single umbrella body excluding medical and legal education public and private higher education institutions will be governed by the higher education commission of india to set of norms for regulation accreditation and academic standards also hcci will be having four independent verticals namely national higher education regulatory council for regulation general education council for standard setting higher education grants council for funding national accreditation council nac for accreditation affiliation of colleges is to be phased out in 15 years and stage wise mechanism to be established for granting graded autonomy to colleges over a period of time every college is expected to develop into either an autonomous degree granting college or a constituent a constituent college of a university and also there is an flexible holistic and multidisciplinary ug degrees of 3 to 4 years duration it is very important to address uh, it is very important to address unemployment because say there are many cases where a person can't complete the whole course in 4 years or 3 years there will be multiple reasons for him to discontinue it but again to rejoin there is there are no much provisions to rejoin again to uh, uh, continue it so it is now made in such a way that a person if he is studying for the 2 years he will get diploma certificate for the 3 years graduation certificate for the 4 years sorry i have done a mistake no for the 2 years 3 years 4 years and after third year he could quit and he will get the degree as a graduate but while doing a masters he should he he should do masters for 2 years whereas a person who didn't quit at third year and completed fourth year also can do masters only for one year because it is like a, the fourth year is like the training and also giving some insightful knowledge and also you can say the practicality because you if you remember and observe in any co- in any graduation or else post graduation 
education system you will see the process of internship this is the internship is introduced and all the projects were introduced to make the people industry ready i mean make the students the industry ready and available for the work and also the new education policy has emphasized the integration of technology uh, technology in education teacher education and also financial support professional education and there are some other changes we are going to discuss about them an autonomous body national education technology forum will be created to provide a platform for the free exchange of ideas on the use of technology to enhance learning assessment planning administration national assessment center para has been created to assess the students it also paves the way for foreign universities to set up campuses in india so maybe in future you may see uh, oxford india it also paves the way and it emphasizes setting up of gender inclusion fund special educational zones for disadvantaged regions and groups national institute for pali persian prakrit indian institute of translation and interpretation to be set up it also aims to increase the public investment in the education sector to reach 6% of gdp at the earliest currently india spends around 4.6% of its total gdp on education a new education policy aims to facilitate an inclusive participatory and holistic approach which takes into consideration field experiences empirical research stakeholder feedback as well as lessons learned from past and best practices it is a progressive shift towards a more scientific edu- approach approach to education the prescribed structure will help to cater the ability of the child stages of the cognitive development as well as social and physical awareness if implemented in its true version the new structure can bring india at par with the leading countries of the world and also india currently competing many of the leading countries due to these changes it will be at more advantage level i hope you like this episode if you do like this episode please share it to your friends it's an whole story about the new education policy it is very important for the people to understand this because uh, it is important it will be very important you have to write an essay and a prelims question may be featured and also mains question may be featured and apart from the examination point of view it is important for you to know because the future generation will be learning under this system i hope you like this episode please do follow and share to your friends and be stay safe